0: Good morning, good morning, good morning. Happy Tuesday. Uh, yeah, it's not my typical Wednesday podcast. The one I put out uh, Saturday or Sunday, obviously it wasn't my typical or traditional or historical podcast. Um, but as you guys know, I was pushing this year to put 52 podcasts out. That's basically averaging one a week. Uh, to be honest, I, I've i lost track of where I'm at. I just know at the beginning of the month, I was about seven short So after I put this out, obviously I'll recount and get an idea of where I'm at in in reference to that 52 and then Wednesday, it's Wednesday. I'm going to put one out. I know last Wednesday I slipped up. Um, I'll be honest, I didn't slip up last Wednesday uh, from a headspace. I wasn't in a good headspace uh, dealing with a lot of stuff personally, professionally. I wasn't, uh, I didn't have the energy. My mindset wasn't right to to put out a podcast, so I didn't. is what it is, right? But with that being said, today, uh, I don't even know I'm going to title this yet, but kind of want to break down just how people embark on life or how we chase what we want in life. And I think initially, and this is going to be, I don't know how long it'll be, but going to get pretty deep with this and give some real experiences and examples. But I think initially, as we embark on life or how we approach life, it's very similar, regardless of where you grew up at, how you grew up. Um, as a kid, you know, life is more about just fun and playing and friends and, and dreaming. And don't get me wrong, some of us have more chores or quote-unquote work to do prior to being able to go have fun or go do whatever. But the dreaming part, it's, it's big because as a kid, it didn't matter if you grew up in Indiana, it didn't matter if you grew up in California, Utah, New York, Florida, you name it. Uh you dreamed. You know, you could be the president of the United States, you could be an astronaut, you could be a king, you know, you could be a billionaire. No matter where you grew up at, most kids have similar dreams. I want to be a basketball player, I'm gonna be in an NFL, I'm gonna be a Major League Baseball player, I wanna be Tiger Woods. You know, we dreamed. And the environment we're planted in, I think it's it's it ends up being really impactful, impactful to what we chase and how we chase it. Um, and I know people say you shouldn't chase things. If you chase something, that means it's running from you, whatever. You want to be something in life. And I think where you grow up at and how you grow up, um, it definitely impacts the, the what you chase and how you chase it or what you want and how you're going to get it or not get it. And when I say environment, like we grow up in our, our planet in certain environments, I'm not just talking about like your, your socioeconomic status or the, the, the neighborhood or the block you grew up on. I think when we talk about environment, it is your physical surroundings, yes, but it's also the, the the conditions and the circumstances that you grow up in. And I think when you break that down, and when I say break that down, you think about your surroundings, you think about the conditions that you're in, you think about the circumstances that you're in. Um, I think it's, it's interesting to really dive into that because we can live on the same street, you know, we can live on the same block, we can live in the same five mile radius, be in the same socioeconomic uh, status. So we can all be poor, we can all be rich, we can all be middle class, whatever it may be, we can all have the same status. But the conditions, circumstances and conversations are very can be very different. And I think that is what really ends up driving individuals to be what they are, or be what they're not gonna be. And to give you an example, like you can take the kid you can use LeBron James. You can let, let's make it more realistic. Let's just use the everyday. We'll say, quote unquote, average Joe. So think about the kid that that grows up in the hood, or should we say grows up in poverty and makes it out. So as you think about that kid, a lot of times you hear stuff around like, oh, he was gifted. Uh, he he was always special. You know, he, he, he just had it. And I think we don't ask the question of, you know, what made him special? Was it his granny's prayers? Was it his grandfather's work ethic? Was it his, his mom and dad's messages and lessons around you won't quit? If you start it, you're going to finish it. Yeah, it's all that. <laughs> it's all that. It's also like, what did you see? Because just because we're, we're in the same socioeconomic status or on the same block, if hypothetically or realistically, my parents got up and went to work every single day, no matter what was going on at home, the cable could have been cut off, power could have been cut off, whatever. You see them get dressed up and go to work every single day. They're not late, they're on time. They work their full shift, they come home. You get in trouble at school and they got to call you, (laughs) you're in trouble. But that matters because I think you're, you're seeing now something very different. Not only are you hearing the message of once you start, you can't quit, you're seeing them live that out. And then when you think about prayer and I'm I'm being somewhat funny and silly, but I'm also being 100 percent serious when we think about like we talk about grandma's prayers and everybody's granny went to church or everybody's has that that motherly or that figure in your life, whether it's a man or a woman that goes to church is big in prayer and they pray for you. And then for me, like my grandfather, being able to see him every single day, <laughs> six days, six out of seven days, go to work same time same location get off the same time it was a it was a process we talked about uh, successes in the routine so we'll get past that but compare that upbringing to the kid lives on the same street or on the same block in the scenario in the same scenario but the scenario at home and the messaging at home is very different so hypothetically this other individual <clears throat> excuse me he's allowed to quit. If he starts and he doesn't like it, sweet, don't go anymore. Maybe his parents don't go to work every day. Maybe his parents are seen having a whole lot of fun. Maybe they drink and they smoke and they're at the house during the day. They get to watch TV It's cool It's relaxing. That's the kind of stuff that I think becomes normalized. So if normal for me, even though current situation, we're in the exact same block, the exact same financial status, we're seeing things very differently. It starts to build a different vision of what the future should look like. And just the work ethic is gonna change how you approach it and what you're going to get in life. It may not be immediate, but it's indefinite, meaning you're definitely going to get it. But as you think about that, the kid that envisions, okay, I'm supposed to go to work every day, I'm supposed to grind, I'm supposed to you know, treat people right versus the other person that says, you know what, I'm supposed to have fun. When it gets tough, I'm allowed to quit. I think those are those are two big factors that determine someone's quote-unquote success level. And I was just having a conversation earlier this morning, like literally 15, 20 minutes ago with one of my, I'm going to call him a legit, um, one of my boys in the chat, but he's significantly younger than us. And he's talking about like one of our other friends is not sharing his quote-unquote uh, secret to success, who don't get me wrong, my boy, like he's he's closed lip about some stuff, but he's also open about certain things that you got to pick up on it. And he's financially uberly successful. You know, I'm, I've never asked him, how do you define success? So he may say, I'm successful in life, period. But financially, you look at him. Yeah, he, he did that. And I think the conversation, I, mean, I think the conversation we were having is he doesn't share enough. And jokingly, we put some jokes back and forth. But I think as you think about what success is, one, you've got to define it. And that, again, you've already you've already thought about and talked about the environment you're in, the circumstances you're in, the conversations that you're having and what you're seeing. That's a big, a big impact on what you're gonna be or how you're gonna define or how you're gonna uh, move forward. The other part to this, and this is not something that as a child, like I didn't have these conversations with my parents, I don't know if other people do or not, but defining success. Because yes, success is different for, we say success is different for everybody, and I say that a lot in my podcast, but realistically, success is the same for most people because they haven't defined it. So it's, it's out there, it's unknown. There are certain people that literally sit down and say, this is what success means to me. And until you do that, you're allowing your, your history, where you grew up at, some of your social influences, Uh, to define what your success is. So even if you accomplish what they define as success, you may not feel happier. You may not have a sense of satisfaction. And that's something, personal story again, that was me. Like at first it was just money, like get the money, get the money. I told you guys about my brother and I, we had the the RTHT race to 100,000 and sweet. Once you got it, it was like, I don't feel any different. It was cool, yeah, sweet. But it didn't necessarily change the level of happiness because there's other things, and this is me, there's other things that I hadn't realized that are more important than the, the monetary piece. But I don't wanna to go too far down that that rabbit hole, but like I said, the, the environment you grow up in, the conversations you're having, your your willingness and ability to sit down with yourself and really define what success is, is really gonna dictate how you approach life. And I think as you, even as you define success, some of those old habits or old beliefs or old uh, old actions that you see or used to see consistently they're going to impact how you work and like again if you if you were that person that you were good for lack of better terms you were lazy you were always a victim you always quit when it got hard um you always made excuses like that's not just going to stop in a day like if you said okay 2022 is my year i'ma stop making excuses i'ma start being more ambitious i'ma start taking action Guess what? That's your plan. Before that first month is up, you're going to get punched in the mouth. And everybody got a plan before they get hit in the mouth like Mike Tyson says, right? But you're going to come up against something that's going to challenge everything that you said you were getting ready to do. And then you've got to ask yourself how important is it to me? Because you know what happens when you quit. You know that if I start something and it doesn't plan out like I or doesn't pan out like I wanted to and I quit, okay, great. I'm I'm back to square one. I'm right where I was at before. And some people, that doesn't bother them. Other people, that fires them up. Like, I can't keep keep making the same mistakes. I can't keep staying in the same place. I can't keep being unsatisfied with my own effort and own results. So as you think about that environment, that culture, how you're defining success, what's important to you, you've got to really look at and understand you didn't get to where you're at. In one day or one week. And this is one of the reasons that for the last, I would say at least two, or three months, I've been very intentional about hey, create your plan. Hey, start living into your plan. Hey, start it early. People are asking me, Alonzo, why are you planning so early? Like, what are you doing? Because I, I'm a firm believer, and I've said this the last couple months how you end something, a lot of times, is how you're gonna start something. So if you're ending the year uncertain, what am I going to do? What are my goals going to be? When you jump into the new year, you may have them clearly defined, but you haven't had a chance to take a couple losses before then. So yeah, I take losses. Sometimes I get wins. <laughs> I got to adjust a couple of my goals uh, for 2022 already because they end up coming to fruition before the year even ended because I had already started working into them. Did I have some, some, st- some setbacks? Yeah, of course. But 2022 hasn't even started. And that's why I think like you, you've got to be able to define success. Be very granular, very detailed around what that means. In the conversation we were having this morning, one of my boys, he was saying like, when I was telling him like, well, define success. I want to be able to help people. Okay, sweet. I think that's 99% of people have that as one of their goals. But when you get down to I want to help people, you got to break that down. What does that look like? So exactly what I said, I want to help people. Okay, sweet. Is it And this is literally the example. I should pull the text message up. But is it I want to feed five families? Okay, sweet. You need 100. I said I want to, or what was it? You want to feed five families for Christmas. Sweet. You need about 150, 200 bucks. There's your success. Or is it I want to help people? And that means I want to buy my mom a new car. I want to send my sister through her real estate classes. I want to help my brother get into his career. I want to sponsor a kid to go to college or create a scholarship every year. You know, what does that look like? And as you start break, I wanna have a boat that I can take kids on a ride with. You know, as you start thinking about those things, like I wanna help people sleep, what does that mean? Break it down. Then back into it. Well, what do you mean back into it? Okay, if it was 150, 200 bucks, how much do you get paid? How much goes towards bills? How much can you put aside to this so that next Christmas, so December 25th of next year, you got 150, 200 bucks to say, boom, I've been putting this aside just so I could do this one thing because I said this was success for me. If it's a bigger goal, like I said, the scholarship, the car, the real estate, the, all that stuff, great. How much money is that going to cost? When do you start? <laughs> when do you finish? Now, as you map that out, now you've got to create the actual plan of how do I get that money? And if it's solely going to be based off the salary I make or the bonus I make or whatever it may be, however you get income, sweet. Do you want it to happen before then? Then you've got to do different things to build income. But again, as we define success and thinking about how your initial upbringing impacts it, you've got to be okay saying it's a process. Because like I said, you're not going to be able to flip the switch and say, now I'm disciplined. I'm going to do everything I said at the exact time I said. Your body, your life, your mind doesn't work like that. It's a process to get into those kind of habits. But good, bad, or indifferent, as you think about success, and we've talked about defining success, we've talked about being very granular, we've talked about creating plans, understanding there's going to be setbacks, but how do you bounce back from those setbacks? How do you prepare for some of those setbacks? I've noticed in life there's, there's common themes. And it's probably different for everybody. Um, And I know some people may say, after I list these out, you're going to say, "Okay, well, I've experienced all those. (laughs) Okay, negative, Nancy. Let me get some positive Patty. But no, as you go through life, like there may be different things that you focus on. And like I said, it's it's different for everybody. But sometimes it's family. You know, you get away from it for a little bit and it comes right back and you get away from it. It comes right back. You know, sometimes it's faith. Sometimes we 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 waver in our word and we're not consistent in being in the word or going to church or reading the Bible. And it comes back. Some people, it's finances or money. No matter what you're doing, money's on the mind. You're going to get more money. You want to get more money. Some people, it's business. And I, dif- I differentiate or draw a line between business and, and finance, because with business, it, I think it's more about winning, like re- winning with relationships, getting a specific result. So, yeah, if you get a specific result consistently, it's going to bring you more money. I promise you. Um, Other people, you know, and I know a lot of times on my podcast, I'm talking about like the professional, the positive, the blah, blah, blah. Other people, it's the hustle. Like I'm addicted to the hustle. Like, again, that goes back to the money piece of it, though. Like, how do I hustle? What can I do to get more money? Some people, it's learning and development. Some people, it's just myself. I'm focused on myself all the time. I'm giving these examples because... As you go through life and you start to experience different things and you start to identify what you like and what you don't like, there's certain themes that continuously come back in your life. And I think that's where when that's where when I talk about reflection time or being intentional about reflecting on experiences, losses, wins, whatever. As you start to notice these themes that come into your life, grab them. That's I think that's a piece of success, because for me, like I've noticed there's two things that no matter where I'm at or what I'm doing that always three things really that always fall into my life. My life is out of balance, it's crazy. Family. My life is out of out of balance, it's crazy. Faith. My my life is out of out of balance, it's crazy. Work, business. So it's like those three things for me, those are my those are my things. So when I think about success for me, and I think about What's literally driving me? What's going to make me happy? It doesn't matter if my life is crazy, out of control, or I'm on top of the world. Those three things are always consistent. So I know as I'm creating and defining what success is for me, those three things have to play a part in it. And I found this out by focusing a majority on my time. Let's back up. Back to that RTHT, Race to 100,000. For me, that was like life. $100,000 you are so rich if you get there. Oh my goodness. That was me. Like, I swear that was me. Um, So I chased it. I chased it. And same as with sports when I was a kid, I wanted to be the best. So I was practicing. I'm working on my skill set. I'm showing up. I'm putting in more hours. I was neglecting the other things in my life that truly mattered until something would humble me. And it was like, dang, I'm back at the bottom. Who's really there for you? You know, what's really gonna help me get out of this spot? Who actually cares about helping me get out of the spot? Not doing it for me, but helping me get out of the spot. Guess what it comes back to? Family, faith. The money, yeah, it's still out there. The business is still there. And when I think about family, it's not just blood. Like I got people I call family that, regardless of (laughs) if you're related to me or not, you're family. Um, So as I started defining success, I started to realize, dang, it's not the money piece. I got to be more involved with my family. You know, I got to get into the book and get in my faith. That's been consistent the last, what, eight years, something like that. And if you think about success or you think about the money piece of it, 2011, I was making 13 bucks an hour. That was my highest paying job. Did I have a couple jobs? Yes. 2022, that looks very, very different for sure. But again, it was it was the understanding based off experiences. So not a whole bunch of wins. There's some wins in there. There's probably more wins and losses, but we tend to focus on losses more. Um, It allowed me to sit back and really think about like, what's success for you? So for me, it literally is looking at like my faith, my family and business. So the thing about business, what is it about business? Right. What does it truly mean to you to be successful? And when I get into business, it's not necessarily just winning, it's a piece of it. Like I want my team to be the best. And a lot of times, especially some of the situations I've been putting myself in the last five years, I would say it's well, I'll take that back, I guess, seven, eight years. It's been more so going into organizations and either creating, rebuilding or optimizing recruitment teams. So as you do that, it's less about me as an individual and more about developing other people so they shine. Because obviously, as your team shines, you end up winning. Your team ends up winning. So again, it, that's, that's the giving back piece. You're helping people. And as you start to do this, you realize like what you're helping them with is not just about recruiting or just about leadership in the professional environment. You're teaching them lessons about life, regardless of what their age is, if they're willing to, to listen and learn. So boom the relationships, helping people get better. Naturally, that helps businesses get better from a faith perspective. Yeah, I'm reading the Bible every day. I'm tithing every week. Last year, <laughs> last year was the first time ever my church sent me, um, what's it called? 1099 or basically showing you a form showing you how much money you had given to the church for the year. So I'm looking at it like, dang, I can file this on my taxes. That seems silly. Whatever I get back for this, guess where it's going. Yep, Right back into the church. So it's like, Again, the faith. So you're, you're reading the Bible every day. You're going to church every Sunday or listening to church every Sunday. You're, you're tithing. When you start to do that, like how you move changes. Some of the things that you used to do, you feel really guilty about if you do it. Some of the thoughts you used to have, you feel really guilty about in having those thoughts. So it starts to mold you into a different person. And then that, that last piece, probably the most, well, equally important, maybe more important to me, family. My sister and I have always been close. My brother and I have always been close. You know, my my parents, like, we're close. But as we age, we're getting closer and we can have, like, real conversations around life. And this, I had a conversation with my dad yesterday. Crazy. Like, he's always been smart. But crazy around, like, his just perspective of life and, like, the new year. Is anything really new? Like, the relationship we have, it's awesome. But, again, it's intentional. And as I think about, like, for me, I'm calling it three pillars to success Mine is family, faith, and business. Now, you guys know with my Think About It consulting, I got a will of life that actually breaks life into eight categories. So even if I'm only defining my success in three categories, there's five other categories, and I'm not telling you unless you reach out what those are. um, There's five other categories that are going to go into you feeling whole as a person. So I put this out here today. It's a Tuesday, hopefully you got some time. It's in between the two holidays. Things tend to be a little bit more lax then, but hopefully you had the time to listen to this and think about one your environment. Where'd you come from? What were your circumstances? What were your surroundings? Where were you planted at? Understanding that if you weren't planted in in, in great soil, your journey is going to be a little bit different, and that's okay. You just have to understand it. So when you run up against those struggles and challenges and you're not seeing other people face those same challenges and struggles, don't get frustrated. You know, you always have an option. You can get offended or you can get inspired. You've got to choose to be inspired, even if you're faking it at first. And maybe that means you need to walk away from whatever it is for a day or an hour and get back to it with a new sense of gratitude. Maybe you're thankful you woke up that day. But like I said, if you weren't planted in good soil, you didn't grow up in the best environment. You didn't have the best role models. You didn't see the best examples. As an adult, you don't have an excuse anymore. You got plenty of good examples out here. It may be one of your friends living like you want to live. It may be someone you see on YouTube. It may be someone you see on TV. Great, whatever. Understand they already went through those challenges to get to where they're at. So now you've got to humble yourself and say, yep, I'm about to build myself. I'm about to go through these same challenges. So as you, as you look at the other side of that, maybe you did grow up in good soil. You know, you've got a good work ethic now. You went through some setbacks. Understand this, and this is something my dad put on, put me on to yesterday. It's not always going to be what you make it. Now, you know, I was I was challenged by that. You're always going to have some good things. You're always going to have some bad things happen in the course of a year. So don't focus on only the good things. Accept those bad things with it. But understand it's all part of the process. So I'm encouraging you guys As you walk into this year, and again, start today, don't wait until January 1st, goodness, 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 start defining what success is for you, because then you'll start spending more time in those areas. And as you spend time in those areas, are you going to have some good things happen? Yes. Are you going to have some bad things happen? Yes. But as you continue to spend that time, you're going to get closer to what you see as success. And guess what? It may not fit the definition of success that everyone around you has. So what? (laughs) So what? The happier you are, the bigger impact you're going to be able to have on those people around you. So I'm encouraging you: own your success. Reflect on where you came from. Reflect on where your what your habits are. Reflect on what your routine is. Define how you or create slash define what success is for you, and start living into it. No one's going to do it for you. It's all on you. Take the good with the bad. And literally, just start loving, living into the process. As always, I appreciate you guys listening to me ramble on today. Um, hopefully, you're able to reflect on this, the message I'm putting out today prior to jumping into the new year. Every podcast I have that comes out for the next week is going to be in reference to you getting better and how you're going to approach, quote unquote, the new year. But let the new year be the first step in your journey. Another thing I'll put out here real quick, all of my goals that I've set the last six or seven years have been compound. What do I mean by that? 2020 was built on 2019. 2021 was built on 2020. 2022 built on 2021. So it's like a continuous process. There's nothing new. It's just getting better at exactly what you've been doing. You know, maybe maybe in the next five years, I'll throw something new in there, like learn a new language. But for right now, I'm really trying to focus on like, what success is for me and those around me? And how do I live into that? I'm encouraging you to do the same thing. As always, I appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. Happy Tuesday. Create the day you desire. Be great. Think about it.